it has been a hot minute. Um, this is Liddy with Chitty or Chitty Chats. Can't remember the name. It's been so long since I recorded an episode. Um, but yeah, welcome back to the podcast. It has been forever. A lot of things have changed. Um, quick life update. I moved to New York City. Um, I have lived here for about six months, going on seven in a couple of days, which is exciting. Cannot believe that this much time has passed, but also feel like it's been longer than that because New York City like kind of ages you, Loki. Um, so yeah, this is kind of crazy to think that I am recording from New York City. Um, when I remember recording these podcasts in Dallas at home in Garland, just like feeling like I was stuck or I don't know, there was this sense of just like, I don't know, I was still trying to figure things out and I absolutely still am today, but, um, wild to think that I'm living in New York City considering this has been my dream since I was a kid. So yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to make a podcast episode when I was ready, when I was like in the right mindset and level-headed. Um, a lot of times I had sat down to try and record this episode or just an episode in general. And like, it was just extremely difficult for me to try and talk about something of substance. I feel like I was just kind of like all over the place. Um, and I don't know, I feel like I've had some time to think about things. So yeah, I wanted to share my my thoughts and my views on just kind of moving here, my adjustments, some things that I've learned about myself, especially. Um, so yeah, let's dive into it. So let's talk about moving and the things that come with that and uh, the challenges it brings, the adjustments So I moved um, the end of July, like literally I think the last day of July um, is when I moved to New York City, so July 30th. I moved here. Um, I did not necessarily like realize what it was going to look like. I mean, I did. I had um, talked to my therapist for a while about this and just like, you know, the adjustment's going to be difficult. It's not going to be something where I get there. It's going to be super exciting. Like it's going to be, it's going to be painful and there's going to be um time that it takes for me to get to this point and that being said I think that you know the biggest portion of doubt for me was when I moved here I honestly cried on I think for like every day for the first two months this is the first time I had been away from my family my closest friends my entire life was in Dallas and I knew everything that I knew was there my comfort um just the idea of like even having a car um and like my community it was all there my my spiritual community my my crew my family everyone was there and I think it was just really tough because a part of me was like, you have something so good here. Why are you leaving? First of all, like you just had to go and like, you know, fulfill this desire, whatever. But I knew like, it was really just tough because I was walking away from really solid friendships and that still exist today, but have evolved and adapted to, you know, how I'm living my life now. And we've all adapted for each other, um, just as we've all each gone through different changes too, but also just like being an only child and the guilt of leaving my parents. Um, and, you know, like my cousins and aunts and uncles and the family that I have there that, um, you know, like I'm, I'm definitely very um, blessed to have like these types of units in my life. And I, you know, I know that coming to New York City um, really 
I think the closest support and um, type of solidarity and consistency I have in my life is my roommate, Jami, like, um, and she's been so amazing and just like so level-headed and so mature for her age and has been just like a huge reason of why I think I've been able to adapt at the capacity of just, I mean, not like I'm doing amazing or anything, but like I'm definitely was at points where I was having breakdowns and she's calmed me down and just been like a super solid rock for me. So I'm so blessed to have that in my life. And I wonder like if I didn't have this, how it would change a lot of things for me. So um, yeah, I think that at the end of the day, there are, there are challenges. um, There are challenges associated um, with everything. Um, But like, especially in terms of like how you view your life here versus back home, it's almost like when you go home, there's like this reset in a way you're like, oh, I've built my life for myself in this new place, this new location. And then when I go back home, it's almost like I have to learn how to like, I don't know, that was kind of challenging for me. And maybe for me, it was different because I was going, I went back home like four times in the span of like six months. So I know that's not ideally the case for everybody. So that may be why. Um, But yeah, it it was, it was challenging in a way because I think like, you know, I was like kind of getting over that, like grieving that past stage. And then like, it would be like, I would see my parents and I'd be so emotional, like when I would leave or I'd see my best friends and it would just tear me apart after, you know, on the drive home, I'd just be like, it like just in tears about how, you know, I wasn't going to be able to see them and have those moments and it's interesting because I think these adjustments come in waves like the first couple of months I was like man I don't have this friendship crew and then the last couple of like months that I've kind of been dealing with this is more like oh like I really miss my parents I like really wish I could be with them and spend the time with them that I need um and so I think like yeah like the whole phrase of distance makes the heart grow fonder is so true um and I and I don't regret my experience whatsoever and to be honest with you I don't know if I would see the value of how just so like important and like valuable a lot of these discussions and relationships you have in your life are if you don't go and experience these things and not to say that you don't see those values even if you don't do this but I'm just saying if you're somebody who's thinking about doing this and making a huge life change of you know like lifting your roots uprooting yourself and going somewhere else completely new not knowing anybody um I think you should 100% do it I don't regret my decision and that's not to say that I haven't dealt with loneliness I think loneliness has been a huge uh portion of my time here but I think it's all about how you're adapting um and in the first couple of weeks I was like definitely sad of course and I I was grieving those relationships first two months um and then it kind of turned into like I think my most favorite month being here in New York City was like the fall I think it was around September October um just like amazing months where I didn't even feel like I needed like I just was like, I don't even, I've never felt this type of happiness and like without a man, without having to rely on someone to give it to me, it was genuinely just pure serotonin from just the way that I was experiencing things. Like the, the weather was beautiful. Things were amazing. Um, and then I started to see kind of like a steady decline um, as the weather changed. Our apartment also like gets barely any sunlight, which has been um, kind of challenging for me because I work from home. But um, yeah, like it's hard. I think for the first time I'm realizing about, you know, what people talk about with seasonal depression. Um, and 
it is it is quite interesting. I saw, funny enough, a TikTok the other day where this girl talks about like living in New York City or living anywhere that has a harsh winter. Um, you you often feel like, man, I don't want to live here anymore. I don't even want to experience this. This sucks. Um, and personally for me, I think that winter is beautiful. I think the snowfall is gorgeous. Like I've never experienced anything like this. So like, I'm just a Texan taking it all in, but it has been challenging for me to not see sunlight. I have never been exposed to this period of time where there's like no sunlight. Um, and so, you know, this, this girl was talking on this TikTok. She was like, you know, the really, I think finding the beauty in this is that there is a harsh winter that brings these this moment of spring and these roots and the sunlight and you wouldn't get that living somewhere that doesn't have this harsh winter and that's not to say that that's like not amazing either i think i would obviously like you want sunlight all the time but um it is hard because you know you kind of like it changes how you feel about your day how you're feeling about you know just even leaving the house but it's so true and i think there's like a parallel there with life it's like a lot of times we're focusing just like on our destination and not necessarily on the journey. And like, you just have to take a step back and think like, okay, like this sucks. And what I'm going through right now sucks. But like, I know that there's going to be like, like, it's going to be the good days are coming, you know? And like, sometimes the good day is even just like, like literally like making the best of like the bad day that you have. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I've learned is that I was somebody who operated all the time on never being at home, never taking care of myself, never like facing my demons in terms of like, if it's eating better or exercising or like my like self care was terrible. And I'm not talking about maintenance. That is not what I mean. Self maintenance and self care are twi- two different things. I talked about this in a past episode. Um, but self care in the sense of like fulfilling my body with nutritious foods or filling my mind with good like material, like if it means reading the Bible, reading the Bible, listening to good music, listening to good music, and not filling my brain with all this negativity and bad self talk, because how I viewed myself and can and I mean, even now it's it's hard for me there is a lot of negative self-talk that comes up when, you know, you're living in like a trendy city with all these like really skinny hot girls who like, you know, you're like, why don't I look like them? And why can't I pull this guy and blah, blah, blah. Like there's a lot of doubt that comes up. I think that's for everywhere, for anyone, wherever you live, um, you know, regardless of location or whatever stage of life you're in, self-confidence I think is a lot, a, a big matter of issue for a lot of people. So yeah, I think that's what I realized too, is like, I did not realize how much insecurity I carried. And I think now I'm trying to work on figuring out how that insecurity can be combated with um, something else. So if I'm being insecure about my body, focusing on the fact that my body has taken me through this life. And even from like a spiritual perspective, like my body is a temple that God has given me. And the best thing that I can do is take advantage of the fact that I have working arms and legs and walk and take advantage of the beautiful weather outside when it's there, or even just taking in like the experiences that we see every day, right? Like, I think it's so important, like life is worth living and getting outside of your house and breathing. But it's also worth having those really tender moments with people that you that you live with or that you um, have close to you and spending quality time um, like quality time does not always have to mean going to like the nicest restaurant or going to like a rooftop bar or going and doing something you can literally just be at home and spend time and I think that's what I'm understanding too is that there has to be a balance like you can't just always be go 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 but 
also for me, I'm not someone who likes to be at home all the time, but like, why not have like moderation of each and be balanced? And so that's kind of seeping into every area, um, along with social media and, you know, if that's dating or whatever. Um, and also too, yeah, like the dating scene here is pretty tough <laughs> dating, just like it's dating everywhere else. Um, but it's, it's one of those things that I think I'm, I'm learning to understand that I, do need to focus on what makes me happy and right now that's working on my own confidence and trying to figure out how I can become um really just the most level set version of myself um because I truly do think that happiness is a mindset um and like you know you can you can find the happiness in things that do happen to your day even if it's raining even if it's pouring and things are not going right um it is an option it is an option every day to wake up and to fight through that and um yeah if you're someone who deals with mental health i'm right there with you it's very tough and it's something that is not easy but you're 100 percent capable um and you're not alone your feelings are valid and i think that like you know we just need a lot of time to process our feelings but you know you can only do that for so long at some point you have to get up get out of the door and you know get to work um because life is really short and these experiences and life that is ahead of you and the things that you want to do like i don't know you know if you want to go somewhere you should do it um if you know given that everything else meets the correct means and and needs i think that's what you should do um but yeah i i find that i i found myself now sometimes i can become very emotional and i almost feel like i don't know um, I almost feel like I like react emotionally so quickly. And this has always been a problem for me, but I'm I'm trying to like reel that back in and be like, before I'm reactive, let's try and be proactive about how we can a- address these situations. Like, let's try and think the whole picture through. Um, and that goes down to even just how I talk to other people, because I think when it comes to politics or just making people feel stupid, I can be very mean and, and I can kind of carry myself in a way that's a little pretentious. And so that's an area that I'm trying to work on. Um, but yeah, it, it's hard. I don't know. It's it's hard to talk about these things because we want to we want to be the best versions of ourselves but then the media and everything in general feeds us so much information and it's almost overstimulating you're like wait what am i doing how do i what do we do like what's going on um so yeah i i don't know i I think that i want to be at a point in my life where i can hmm i want to be at a point in my life where i can understand my feelings um, and coexist with the idea of being emotional and being rational, because a lot of times my emotions cause me to be irrational. I mean, I act on irrationality, and I think that I want to be at a point where I can understand my emotions and deal with them, um, privately, um, but also live coexist and, and coexist with the idea of having balance in how I carry myself every day. So that's the current challenge that I'm dealing with. I think that's you know, a common thing that a lot of people deal with. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like my spiel. I just kind of went on and on ramble there. So sorry about that. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think the biggest thing that I've learned so far is that I genuinely 
really, really push everybody. If you're somebody that wants to do something like this, please move. Please, if it's for six months, it's six months. If it's for a year, it's a year. Like, you are deserving and worth, like, going after something that you're curious about if it's in the right way in the sense that you have your finances in check, you have people that can, you know, support you if things do go wrong. And if not, that's okay. Just make sure that you're in a place that you can do that for yourself. Um, But, like, you literally have nothing to lose. Like, there is so much out there to experience, so many amazing people to meet, um and I think that's also part of it too it's like you know we all crave community and that's been really tough for me here because really the only community that I do have is my rooms and like a lot of the people like uh, sorry I'll take that back not the only community that I, I have but the consistent community um and like I've met some amazing people like that have just become so um integrated into part of our community now and like have just changed how I viewed that version because before I was like oh gee I have no community and now I'm like I do and I need to appreciate these people for how they are so also too I just want to say social media like everything people will try and convince you that you should have this like amazing cool new group of friends when you move somewhere blah 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 but sometimes it means just working on the relationships and strengthening those relationships and community that you have now and um you know say a quick prayer to god to you know help strengthen that community and i think that like yeah you just gotta appreciate what the 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 blessings that you do have now um and remember that everything is temporary like literally every single person that comes into your life everything that flows in your life your job all these things are temporary and can leave tomorrow um the good and the bad so yeah, that's kind of my hot take. And yeah, thanks for listening. I'm sure I'll post again soon. But I just wanted to talk about this. And um, yeah, thanks for sticking along this this much if you if you're at the end. And um, yeah, love you all. And I'll talk to you later. See ya. Bye.